shy little machine. Like putting in the two rolls. Stuck in there, man. Gotta get that snot out. <coughs> the Worship Ministry Catalyst Podcast. 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 www.worshipministrycatalyst.com. Dot com. Worship Ministry Catalyst is a networking resource for all worship leaders and worship team members, serving as a catalyst to facilitate worship in the local church. Church, 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 church. And now, here are your hosts, David Lindner and Kevin Cruz. Need to come up like with the, you know, my way of saying hello. Like hola. I don't know. Like, like a trademark hello. Ah, uh, like a catchphrase. Yeah. Like hey everyone, zing zing, I'm here. Yeah, something like that, but not that. <laughs> <laughs> like zap zappity do zappity do. Doctor David's in the house. That's right. All right. So we need to work on that. And then we got to come up with a, uh, a a finish line. Uh, a tag a tag line. Yeah. All right. Like Seacrest out. Seacrest <laughs> <laughs> out. But the funny thing is now a lot of people have done that. Well, like they made fun of them for a while. Yeah. But now people are doing it for real, and it doesn't <laughs> sound weird anymore. You know what I mean? <laughs> See, he he's a uh, he's it's become a cultural norm. He created a a new paradigm. He created a unique. Yeah. Thank you, Ryan, for helping our culture adapt yes, to, thank new, you. to new ways of, of doing things. Have you been watching American Idol at all? You know, a little bit. Um, I don't know, to be honest, like, it's just it's so time-consuming. But, but I have TiVo now, so it's actually, I actually watch it more because I have TiVo. Mm-hmm. Because what I do is, like, I just listen to them sing That's real briefly. And then just fast-forward through everything. Yeah. And then the results show, which takes forever. Ever. Yes, because there's so much filler junk in I that know. show. Anyway, all I do is fast forward to the end or or the, the parts where like they they get they get them in groups and say you're safe or you're not safe or whatever. Um I know they're just trying to make more money, but I think they should just put the results on the beginning of the show. Well then no one would watch. <laughs> No, you, no, no. You, no, you do the results from the week before on the beginning of next week's show. Oh. So, so you know, you do the show, you, everyone votes, and then at the beginning of next week's show, you come back and then you say who won. Yeah, but then they, then they miss an hour of uh, advertising. Uh, yeah. Because, I mean, think how much money they're getting by having that result show, one hour worth of advertising on Fox during that time. I mean, th- those companies yeah. are probably paying millions of dollars. Yeah. So, yeah, Fox is making some good money. Uh, so we're still sick. It's uh if if you hear us cough and uh, sniffle and Yeah. Yeah. Sound weird, that's why. Yeah. <clears throat> and we we apologize for any any sniffles and uh coughs into the microphone. We do our best to uh get them away from the mic, but I don't no apologize. I don't I don't apologize for that. <laughs> I want everyone to hear it. Yeah. No, I'm We're kidding. human. Yeah. We are not robots. <laughs> no, no, we aren't. So, no, we um, aren't. 
before we get into anything, you can find us online at www.watchministrycatalyst.com. <laughs> say, say that again. And you can, you can uh, what, email us. You yep. threw me off. DavidWorshipMinistryCatalyst.com. I know, or, I, I got you out of your rhythm. Yeah. Uh, Kevin at WorshipMinistryCatalyst.com. That, that's mine. Yes. I'm Facebook.com slash Worship Ministry Catalyst. Twitter. Um, Twitter.com slash WM Catalyst. So, yeah, if you want to uh, you want to chat with us a little bit off the air, we'd love to do that. Yeah, a little and, chatty uh, chat. And what would be great is if everyone that's listening went and chatted with me on Facebook or something. And then I could come back here and talk about it and then make Kevin feel really left out. It's true, because I don't do Facebook. Yeah, so... And if if everyone who listened actually sent Facebook comments, I might be inclined to uh, to do something with Facebook. Yeah, so... Yeah. Yeah, a little incentive there to go there to you Facebook. There you go. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> but yeah. hey, um, this time, this podcast, this episode, we're going to talk a little bit about something... Hey, this is episode 88, by the way. 88. And um, so we've been doing this for a while. We have. When did we start actually, like, start recording? May of 2008. So wow, we're coming so up on three years. Two, three years. That's yeah. right. It's 2011, isn't yep. it? Three years of podcasting. So. Wow. If we talked about this before, we apologize. But if, if we did, it's been a really long time. Yeah. So, um. So May of 2008. Yeah. And we've only recorded 88 episodes? Yeah. We don't we don't get we don't do an episode every week. We do I, like I guess we don't. 3 or 4 a month usually I okay. think is our average of what we get up. Okay. So almost 3 years. So what 52 weeks in a year. So we're talking like 156 weeks and we've recorded 88. So I I guess it averages out to yeah. a little over one every 2 weeks or yeah. something. All right. So, um, yeah, but anyway, if we've talked about this, we apologize, but it's I don't a, think we it's have. Our, I don't think so. I think we're good. Isn't it amazing though? 88 weeks, 88 episodes of podcasts yep. and we still have new stuff to talk about. I know, right? Worship ministry is deep. It is. There's a lot in worship ministry. It and is. we still haven't talked about a lot of stuff like leadership. You know, we've, we've talked about how we need to talk about leadership and we haven't ever actually talked <laughs> we, about just leadership. We've talked about talking about it, but the problem with leadership is that you have to prepare. Mm. And we don't do that. <laughs> no. We, we kind of wing it a little we bit. We just hit record and see what happens. So, uh, but we, one of these days we will get our stuff together and yeah. we'll talk about leadership. Yeah. Talk you, about you administration. Know those kinds we of could, deals. Uh, we could, do like a book review like we did with Paul Balash's God Songs. We could, but I, there just aren't very many. Bill Thrall, Bill Thrall has some great stuff. Well, I, there's lots of great stuff. Yeah. But there's not, there isn't anything that is like really focused at worship ministry for, for leadership. Yeah, maybe. And although there is a good uh, free ebook you can buy now or download for free, a free ebook you can buy. <laughs> That's funny. Um, <laughs> but, um, but it, it's not necessarily worship ministry. It's a creative arts ministry, you know, oh. creative, uh, like we've talked about before some, but um, what is it? Creativecollective.is. Wow. Creativecollective.is. What's the IS stand for? I have no idea. Is? It, it is Creative <laughs> Collect. Collective. They, they, they is. But um, so yeah, you can go there um, and, 
that's there's a picture on the like this creative matters or something like that. It's a free ebook talks about you know using creativity and worship services going beyond music and stuff like that, which Sweet. I I love. I haven't done much of it lately, but it's a great, it's awesome, and I would love to get back to that if I had time. But um, so anyway, yeah, we need to we need to find a book or something that really hammers down on leadership leadership and worship ministry yeah and uh and talk about it or or just make our own or something like that we should write our own book yeah let's write our own sweet i'm working on a book are you really yeah no a worship way. ministry book are you like are you going to try to submit it to a publisher and stuff oh i'll just do it of an ebook ah uh, that's the e- that, that's the way to do it. yeah that's the way everyone's going now. Yeah. If you if you do like an ebook, can you still get money for it? You can, if you want, but I don't necessarily want to. I don't know that my writing is good enough to <laughs> to, buy. to charge people money. <laughs> <laughs> if I had an editor or a ghostwriter or something, maybe I would think about it. But but I do think that like we the reason we do this podcast, we both have learned stuff about worship ministry that's worth passing on. And yeah. And so I think if I could put that in into the written word, that might help someone somewhere. So that sounded really that sounded really like like theological. If I can put into the written word, <laughs> the written word of God, what? Which, is, by the way, that's kind of crazy to think about the written word. Yeah, because like you think of all the all the pains that have happened over the last two thousand years mm-hmm. to be able to get words in front of people that they can read. Right. Right. I mean, right. You had the scribes and, you know, and the whoever's and whatever's that would write it out by hand. And if they messed up one word, they'd start over, right? The whole book or whatever it was that they started over. And and then there was the printing press. Yeah. Then the Gutenberg, right? The Gutenberg. Yeah. That was a big deal. That was huge. And, and then, then, you know, word processor, typewriters, word processors, and now computers. Mm -hmm. And now eBooks. But now, yeah. eBooks. No paper at all, right? It's all... It's all... So we're like, we're vastly progressing towards uh, the paperless... I don't think we'll ever be paperless, but when it comes to books, we might actually become paperless. There might not, in 15, 20, 30, 50 years, they might not print books anymore. Well, you know, same thing with CDs. I mean, CDs are getting harder to come by because some, some people just don't... You know, like it's just not it's just not worth it because mm-hmm. it's easier to put it out in a digital format. Is is it's cheaper. cheaper? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a lot you more. You can make cost more effective. money as an artist. It's more cost effective. There's no need to like distribute or or produce, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, material. Uh, you don't have to like have inventory sitting like collecting dust in some uh, bookstore or you know CD store or whatever. Right. Um. So yeah, I mean, man, like CDs are already. Uh, starting to, it, which is which is hard for me, you know, because I'm I'm kind of old school in that way. With with I like CDs, I like, I like books, CDs too. You know, I like CDs, I like books, I like having it. Um, I mean, obviously, like the first thing I do when I get a CD is I put it onto my iTunes, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still like having it. Like what you know, I like I like CDs. I like having a copy in case something happens. You know, you can actually go get it easily or whatever. Right. But, um, but books, one thing that would be cool about an ebook, and I don't know if they do this because I don't have an I don't have a smartphone or an a iPad Kindle or, or a Kindle or any yeah. of that stuff. But 
you know, I like to highlight and underline stuff in books. Oh, yeah. How do you do that with a... Yeah, well, there's a way to do that. But what would be cool is if it took, you know, by the when you finish the book, if it took the highlighted stuff and you could just print all that out, oh. then you'd have your highlights of the book. All your, all, all the, like, key points. Yeah, that's... all the stuff that are interesting, uh, everything see, that's cool. interesting to you. That'd and be then, cool. Because I've done that with books before. Books I really wanted to learn, I would go through and highlight, and then I'd go back through and type up all the stuff I highlighted because I really wanted to ah. soak in you that know, stuff. I bet the iPad can do that. I'm, I'm sure it can. If not, there's an app for that. There's I'm sure. an app for that. <laughs> it's true, but yeah, everything. I mean, we we kind of are getting to that paper with society mode. I feel bad for newspapers. You know, it's kind of a dying medium. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, we're also we're in a very innovative age. So there are lots of people who are starting up their own magazine, or they're starting up. So so we there may be a, a death of big corporate newspaper but a but an increase in you know indie magazines and stuff well you like know that. it's the same thing that's happened to the 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 post office the the united states postal i, I was talking to some postal worker just you know I, I was standing in line trying to mail a package and i saw that the price of stamps was going up you know again and i'm like you know i, I just made some kind of you know jokingly joking comments of uh raising the prices because everyone's using email right you know <laughs> like because you know people don't really send right. letters anymore because there's email and and he he was very quick to answer he goes no actually we're raising the price because gas is you know going through yeah. the roof uh he said honestly he said we get so much more business now by mailing packages yeah. through online carriers like amazon and you know ebay and and so many people you know, I basically he was saying it because of the internet and because of email and all that technology, they actually are getting more business. So they 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 have lost a lot of like just you know postal mail mm-hmm. like letters, but they've gained a ton more business through packaging. Well, they make more money from packages because yeah. they charge more. Yeah, right. <laughs> so anyway, so so he actually said that they they aren't hurting that bad when yeah. it comes to. When it comes to the the United States Postal Service. See, um, one thing I would like to do, um, and this is a little bit off topic, but I would love to figure out a way to process a lot of indie artist music mm. in, a, in an efficient way. And because I think there's just a wealth of great music that's got to be being written by independent artists out there. Right, that, that aren't part yeah. of a major label or... And go, you know, go listen to it and then digest it and then... And, you know, then use that music in the local church instead. Yeah. You know, I, I think like when Chris Vache was on the podcast, he was talking about how what Nashville does is a good thing. And I agree. But if that's the only thing that we consume as a church, then I think that's a bad thing. Yeah. And if we're only consuming what, you know, major Christian label industry America wants us to consume, then I think we're missing out on a lot of goodness that could be better for our church. But Anyway, it's a different age, yeah. different different day and time. But um, so we're going to talk about a little bit about running a rehearsal. Yes, running a worship rehearsal, and um, and by the way, there are a couple. I I did write a post on about this on the podcast, so I have thought about it a little bit. So oh. it's not as much winging, and but there's also another post I did, and I might start doing it a little more regularly called Morale Monday. So if you <laughs> And I did it because, you know, 
as worship leaders, it's a lot of times easy to be discouraged on Monday. Mm. If either Sunday didn't go bad or if so, lots of people complained on Sunday yeah. or this or that happened on Sunday. Yeah, we, we kind of talked a little yeah. bit about that our last, our last episode. You know, what do you do when... Yeah, when when you're kind of discouraged or yeah. when things are busy and you know how do you how do Which you push we did through? a podcast on that not long ago too dealing with discouragement in oh, worship ministry yeah that's a right bit, a little bit different it angle, was different but, okay but anyway so if you want to go check that out i try and make them a little bit funny and encouraging at the same time there so morale go. monday post. morale monday boost us up david yeah but um okay so running a, a rehearsal i'll just kind of give you a quick rundown of what i do yep we're one of the we're, right now. We don't have a midweek rehearsal. We just have the Saturday before our worship service rehearsal. That's about two hours if everyone's there on time and set up and ready to go. So uh, we use Planning Center. I make sure the songs are up by Tuesday, so everyone has from Tuesday to Saturday to get on there, listen to the songs, work up their parts, and I I, I try to expect that of them as much as possible. Yeah. And then um, so when we show up, they they're at least familiar with it, and then. What I'll do when we get to the rehearsal, um, well, everyone together, I don't break up vocalists or band or anything like that. I used to do that, but I don't do that anymore. Mm. Um, we just, if it's a new song, we'll listen to the recording, get, you know, get the sound, get the idea of the song. I might talk through a couple things here and there, you know, this, this thing, we, you know, pay attention to this part, pay attention to that part. Then we'll play through the whole song. I won't stop and work on anything yet. I want to play through the whole song, give people a feel for you know beginning to end, and where where all the stuff we have to work in falls in the song. Right. A lot of right. people will go work on a section, and I don't I don't have a problem with it. But you go work on a section of a song, and then you know then you go back to actually do the song, and then people are wondering when is this thing coming up that we worked on, and then they miss it or something. What's but, that one part? So I'll give them a big picture. Uh, we'll go all the way all the way through the song, and then then we'll work on some of the tough stuff, some of the you know syncopated stuff or mm-hmm, vocal mm-hmm. stuff, this or that. We'll kind of we'll woodshed it for a while, and then we'll go back and play through the whole thing once, twice, three times until I feel like we're getting through at least most of the stuff without a train wreck. Then we move through all the other songs in the same way. And then if we have time, I hope I like to come back at the end of the rehearsal and run through everything in order with our transitions, with any mm. transitions with scripture or anything that's going to be read so that right. the lyric guy can follow along with all that stuff. And then, and then we're done. <laughs> you know, that's, and then you're ready for service. Yeah, yeah. That's all the time we have. So, yeah. so, so we used to, we used to just do um, like a, like a Sunday morning uh, right before church, kind of like what you're talking about. Um, we don't have a Saturday service. So now for you guys, it's the same, the same team, the same, uh, set for Saturday and Sunday, right? Yep. yep. Okay. So if you're on Saturday night, you're also doing Sunday morning. Yep. Got it. So, um, yeah, so we used to just do Sunday morning. Um, but you know, then a lot of people were saying, you know, Hey, it'd be really helpful. if We could kind of work on this ahead of time. So we we uh, we kind of brought it back the the Thursday night practices. So we we practice Thursday night, except for one team. Uh, one team practices Tuesday night because it works better for their schedule. Anyway, but yeah, basically what we do is is we practice uh, Thursday night, and um, we 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 spend that time. We kind of go through the music. Uh, mo- most of the music is already familiar to them. If there are unfamiliar songs. Uh, what what I'll do is by Tuesday I usually kind of send out the order of service. 
with new songs, um, I'll usually post like a YouTube link. Like I'll, I'll find mm-hmm. the song on YouTube and I'll put that in the email so that they can actually listen to it um, online. So when they get that email, it has the order of service. Uh, it has the YouTube link. They click it. They listen to it. You know, um, and, and same thing. I expect them to kind of already come, you know, mm-hmm. knowing the song for the most part. Uh, then you know we'll work on it first. First, I'll I'll kind of work on it with the vocals. I'll, I'll plunk out the melody. Uh, we'll do that as a band. We'll put it all together. Um, and then uh, you know for the rest of the music that's already familiar, we'll we'll run through it, make sure everyone is comfortable. So at least at least we have a chance to go through it one time. And then a new thing I started doing just just a couple months ago. Uh, one of the suggestions that came up during our our year in review. Uh, every year we do this kind of annual review, which actually came as an idea from this podcast. Mm-hmm. It was like two years ago or something. Yeah. We talked to, I can't remember the guy's name. Jordan Fowler. Man, great memory, David. <laughs> yeah, Jordan Fowler. Um, he he talked about this year in review process he does at his church. And I was like, that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. We started doing it. This is our, our third year Um doing like a year in review where I have the worship team fill out like a survey, like a questionnaire or whatever. And this kind of came up like, Hey, uh, you know, what if during practices, you know, during practices, uh, usually like I kind of have like a, like an idea of what I want to do with the song. You know, I have like a, you know, I have like an arrangement in my head. You know, I kind of, I kind of go into practice knowing what I want, like mm-hmm. tempo wise, arrangement wise, and I'll kind of call it out. Like, all right, you know, break down right here, break down. You know, okay, build, build, build. You know, we're back in. You know, the idea was was, hey, be nice to to, you know, maybe like try to get some different creative input on these songs and maybe do them a different way. So. Just out of that year in review, a couple months ago, we started doing, um, at the end of every song, we just take some time and I say, you know, all right, guys, I'll turn to the band and I'll say, what did you, what did you guys think? What can we do differently with that song? You know, do, do you like where we did the, the hit right there? Do you like where we kind of uh, did a breakdown? Um, and out of that, we've actually done some new arrangements for different songs, just cool. little, little different things. Yeah, it's, it's um, a good way to help get, take ownership of exactly. Stuff, yeah. it, it it makes the practices take a little longer, mm-hmm. you know, because we're actually now like discussing new ways of doing the song, or or people have their ideas like, well, what what if you know what if the bass started off the song right here? What what if we just start with like a drum loop, you know? And okay, well, let's try it, mm-hmm. and then we have to try it. So it takes a little bit longer, but I think it's been really good for for us as a as a team. Yeah, that's one of the things uh, I mentioned in the post was to to take make sure to take creative input from your team. Yeah, you don't have to. You don't. You know, you are you end up being the one in charge, and you have to decide. Um, and so the responsibility falls on you, and you're you're going to probably be the one that's that knows the music the best and knows the congregation the best, and you know if something's going to work or not. But if it might work, then I would give it a shot, you know. Yeah. Um, and then, and then that's a great teaching point. If it doesn't work, you know, <laughs> if, yeah. if it doesn't work, you can come back and talk to the group afterward and say, "Hey, you know, yeah. this this really didn't come off like we were hoping. What do you think we could have done differently?" You know, and it gives you stuff like that. But, but at the same time, when you're on a really tight schedule, you have to make decisions. It's true. Um, and, and and I think I think that that's been. Um, you know that I think that's been a strength of mine, mm-hmm. uh, but also maybe a weakness also because, like I, I am pretty 
like I am pretty assertive um, in, in terms of like I I know like I know what I want I know I know the sound I'm looking for I hear it in my head like like I that, that's just one of the things I do like I love I love arrangements um, like I, I feel I feel like I know music well I feel like I know you know what what is is um, what is normal or contemporary or or, or what you know sounds good um, you know and so so. I think that's a great thing to have, like as a leader, as a worship leader, it's great to be able to kind of be assertive and say, no, like, like, here's what we need. All right. We need just drums and bass on the chorus. Guitar, stop playing. Guitar, Mm -hmm. stop playing, you know? Right. Um, (laughs) um, Okay. And then let's start bringing it in. Let's start building it up. And then bam, like, let's open it up on the chorus. That's great. So that's a strength for a leader, but it can also be a a bit of a, a hindrance because sometimes being very assertive and knowing what you want can lead to people not feeling like they're hurt. Right. And, and so, and that's what I'm working on this year. You know, like I said, that's what kind of came out of the review process. Like, um, and, and so it can be challenging because there is a tight schedule. We only have an hour and a half on Thursday and then we have like another hour on Sunday morning. Um, so, so we are on a bit of a tight schedule and, you know, th- there's times where, where, you know, yeah, you can listen to that creative input, but, but if it keeps going on and mm-hmm. on, which has happened, right. you know, in the last couple of months while we've been doing this thing, there's been times where, you know, we've been on a song for like 20 minutes, you know, we're working on one song on one little part. And, you know, finally you have to say, okay, listen, let, let's do it this way. Let's just roll with it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so you have to kind of be assertive in, in a way, um, right. but it's a balance, it's a balance and that's that's what i'm learning yeah but learning it's a that. good thing to be working to struggle through a little bit um but you know original i i like original arrangements i i think that i think that's more creative than just yeah. ripping off you know and there's right. been actually some discussion online that maybe a lot of our listeners have seen um but um Actually, Chris Vache of Worship Rises, uh, worshiprises.com, he's talked about this too on a podcast with uh, Rich Kirkpatrick mm. on um, oh, what's uh, Worship Mythbusters, worshipmythbusters.com. He's doing some talking about worship stuff. And um, cool. They were talking about, you know, are are we on on the weekend team? Are we just a cover band? You know, right, right. Just covering what we yeah. hear on the radio. And and there's there's not necessarily anything wrong with that as long as it's the best approach for your church. But but maybe maybe using the song is good and coming up with an arrangement that actually fits better with your church is a better idea. Yeah. And um and it takes more time and it takes more creative energy and stuff like that. But but I think if it's a personal sometimes if it's a personal arrangement for the church, um and they know that then. And there's maybe a little more personal connection. Kind of a little bit in the same way when you write a song or when someone in church writes a song and um, they then feel connected to the song because they know the person that wrote it and the person that wrote it, wrote it for this, for their church and stuff like that. But yeah, there is, I'm, I, if, if I could get people to show up on a midweek rehearsal, I think I would, oh, I know I would still do one. Yeah, even part time. So, was it just kind of people weren't coming? Yeah, we well, like one thing I could hardly ever get a drummer there. Oh, it's hard without a drummer. Which, um, and I've tried different nights, and you know, some nights I could get a drummer, but um, you know, the drummers are the drummers we have are all working. One works 
evenings and one works right up until practice mm. time and he doesn't really want to come you know straight from work to practice for two hours he's done it a time or two he did it uh when we were working on some stuff but but it's not it's not i don't i feel a little bit guilty you know asking <laughs> someone to do that yeah if they've worked a 12-hour day and then yeah to come sit through another two-hour rehearsal but uh, but then you know we've had other people just not show up and if I was, you know, if I was starting over at a church, I would probably do things a little bit differently. Like if I was just starting at Gateway, I might, I would probably just set some hard rules off the bat. Right. And that might make, you know, I might lose a couple people, but in the long run, I think it's going to pay off. Well, and, and I can't remember if we talked about it or not, but that's actually what I did last year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, last year out of that review process, uh, one of the things that came up was, you know, doing rehearsals. Uh, I, I just mentioned how we used to only do Sunday morning right before church. Um, so so I, I basically set a hard and fast rule, which, which was tough. You know, I, I basically said, all right, here is the new, here's the new norm. Uh, if you want to be a part of this worship team, you have to come to practice on Thursday. If you don't mm-hmm. show up to practice on Thursday, then you don't play on Sunday. Yeah. Um, and, and I lost some people, you know, um, I lost, I lost some good people, some, you know, some sound guys. And, mm-hmm. um, there's a few people that I worked with one-on-one to kind of find a happy medium, uh, you know, people who physically couldn't be there. Um, so, you know, we kind of grandfathered a few people in, mm-hmm. um, and, and, you know, th- there's some people who, you know, even today, like stuff happens, you know, uh, work schedules change or you're out of town and, mm-hmm. um, you know, and there, I make exceptions. Um, you know, they're, they're, Hey, I can't make practice, but I'll be there Sunday. And I'll say, all right, well here, how about you come grab a binder of music? Um, you know, a lot of times I'll just work with them one-on-one. Mm-hmm. I'll say, do you have any time this week where you and I can get together for a half hour and just kind of go through the music? Um, so, you know, I, I do make exceptions, but for, for the most part, I did make that hard and fast rule and it's been good. I think. Mm-hmm. One thing I did do before is I would actually record the rehearsal. Wow. And then give, you know, give a link to the recording to wow. someone and say, hey, here's the rehearsal. You couldn't make it. Uh, go, go sit through the rehearsal. That's rehearsal. high tech. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I, well, and that's one of the struggles with worship ministry is, you know, you're working with volunteers. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And, um, and, and they're giving of themselves, you know, yep. they're sacrificing to be there. Yeah, and you, need to, a, and you need to recognize that, you know, they're all working, you know, 40-hour mm-hmm. jobs too, or, or they're in school or, more, or yeah. whatever, you know, they're they're doing school, they're doing homework, mm-hmm. and then they're coming on top of that, you know, and and yeah, and that, and that is tricky, you know, because it's not, it's not like they're getting paid anything, and, right. you know, we joke about that sometimes, like, like on, on, a, on a couple of teams, you know, hey, I'll double your salary if you, you <laughs> right, know, right. Um, and, and yeah, and it's fun, I mean, we, we laugh and have a good time about that, but you know, it's good to recognize that these people are giving of themselves. And, mm-hmm. um, and I think the best thing you can do as a worship leader is, is to develop a team that, that wants to be there because they right. want to serve. Um, and you don't want to make it a bore, you know, you don't want to make mm-hmm. it like one more thing they have to go to. And, and that's why I think this new way of practicing for our team where, where we, where I stop and ask the band, you know, Hey, what, what, what could we change about the arrangement? I think that's been good. That way, you know, it doesn't feel mm-hmm. like a waste of time for them. Yeah. Well, there you have it. We're yeah. out of time. So, uh, once again, you can get in touch with us online, horseministrycatalyst.com. There is an article online about this. You can go check that out. 
You can send us an email to davidworshipministrycatalyst.com or, or Kevin at worshipministrycatalyst.com. Say hi to my wife, everyone. She just walked into the hi, studio. Hi, Becky. But, um, and you can get in touch with us on facebook.com slash worshipministrycatalyst or twitter.com slash wmcatalyst. That's all the time we have. We'll talk to you again soon. Bye.